going on, everybody? And welcome back to this week's Productive Agent Podcast. My name is Tony Ruiz. I am the founder and host of the Productive Agent Podcast and Facebook group. Our mission here at the Productive Agent is to motivate, inspire, encourage, and educate those working in the real estate industry or thinking about getting into the real estate industry. Today's episode is entitled What Ninja Selling Taught Me Part One. This is going to be a three-part series. The first time we're going to do this in the podcast, uh, we'll break this down because the book breaks it down in that way with three different principles. Principle one being personal mastery, which we'll um, discuss today. Second one being stop selling, start solving. And the third one entitled Ninja Business Strategy. This book is Ninja Selling, uh, Subtle Skills, Big Results by Larry Kendall. Um, It is the best real estate book that I have come across so far. I've read a handful, a good amount of books, um, but uh, this one really spoke to me and continues to speak to me to this day. It was a gift from my coach, Shane Tokheim, um, and we actually interviewed Shane last episode, episode seven. So if you want to go take a look at that and uh, check that episode out um, to hear a little bit of insights on mentorship and coaching. But this is going to be an overview. This is not going to completely cover everything in the book. So I highly encourage that you go out and purchase the book, read it yourself, um, and take in all of the great information. Uh, I've read the book two times. And uh, as I read, I read with a highlighter and I go over and highlight things that really stick out to me. And on the second read, I actually went back and like typed up a Cliff Notes version which is just a Google Doc uh, for myself and a few other friends um, that have asked for it. If you'd like a copy of that, um, I'd be happy to send it to you. There's no charge for that at all. Uh, send me an email and I can send you my Cliff Notes version of the book. Um, but again, even that will not cover all of the material in this incredible book. So I highly encourage uh, purchase it off of Amazon. I believe you can listen to it on Audible as well. Um, I like reading hardback books and so um, and highlighting and, ta- and taking notes. So uh, go do what you need to do to go get your copy of the book and learn today. So let's get into it. Um, today we're going to focus again on that uh, personal mastery, right? Uh, making sure that we're in the right frame of mind and really uh, getting things going from the head uh, through our process of building a great business. So uh, they talk about three keys to mastery and success. Number one is your mindset. All right, we're going to talk quite a bit about that. Number two, and this is kind of broken down into their uh, different parts of the book, the three principles, but the mindset is number one. Number two is your skill set, which the next episode we'll talk about. And uh, number three is your actions, which we'll talk about in the third episode. So let's get started with mindset, all right? Your mindset is we're constantly giving off vibrations and we need to understand where that's coming from. Um, And you need to ask yourself, what is your vibe? And your vibe can change um, from day to day, week to week, um, even inside of a day. Yeah, you can have ups and downs, but we're constantly giving off vibrations and we need to understand that we are either we are sending vibrations and receiving vibrations right? Um, positive people. Uh, you, I'm sure you've met some people that are super positive and give up a great radiant vibe about themselves. And you also have met very negative people um, that just kind of bring everything down in the mood. 
Um, so you want to make sure that what kind of vibe are you giving off yourself? This kind of falls in line with the law of attraction, right? Um, but in kind of opposite of magnets, right? A positive magnet and a negative magnet attract each other and stick. Well, this one's kind of opposite of that. It's positive attracts positive and negative attracts negative. And we need to be really aware of our surroundings, what we're taking in and how it's affecting us and what we're giving out and how it's affecting the people around us. Uh, you probably heard this before. Misery loves company, right? So everybody's complaining about things. You get in chats on Facebook or Instagram or whatever or um, Twitter and they're just like, oh, negative, 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 you know, and the, and the same thing is true in the opposite way, all right? It's all positive, 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 feeding off and supporting each other and lifting people up. You've also probably heard this, the rich get richer, right? So when you surround yourself with like-minded people, you get energized, you, um, you grow, and you improve in your business. So I think it's really important that we surround yourself with positive-minded people or winners, right? Uh, high producing people and not get sucked down into, oh my God, everything is going to hell in a handbasket, right? So um, make sure that you are a player and you're not a victim. And I want you to ask yourself, and you kind of need to check in with yourself pretty consistently, but what is the vibe that you're giving off? Is it the vibe that you want to be giving it off or do you need to make an adjustment? Something else that they talk about in the book is called emotional energy charts. And there's four quadrants in this chart, super simple chart that I'll post up on the YouTube channel. But there's a high negative, a low negative, a high positive, and a low positive quadrant. And you can find yourself in uh, one at a time. So let's discuss a little bit what those are. The high negative is anger, fear, frustration, revenge, and just negative expectations. Um, I know I've found myself there quite a bit, um, depending on what's going on in my life or in um, a deal that I'm dealing with. All right, just uh, last week, I had a very difficult um, negotiation period. We're going back and forth, and it was very, very frustrating. Um, so I found myself there, but everything got resolved, thankfully, and we're moving forward, and then all of a sudden we get switched, excuse me, uh, shift back into a more positive quadrant. Uh, the low negative um, is a really bad place that we don't want to find ourselves, but it's totally normal to find ourselves. Um, it's sadness, it's guilt, depression, aloneness, and negative expectation, right? Um, we can easily find ourselves uh, when things go south, you know, um, we're struggling with something internally or externally, and uh, it's easy to find ourselves in those positions. But the most important thing is we notice that and we try to get out of that. And we'll talk about that here in a second. But the high positive quadrant is really where we want to try to find ourselves and be the most productive with. The high positive is described as happiness, inspiration, confidence, love, and positive expectation. This is also called the performance quadrant. So as we're getting ready to work on our business and uh, talk to people and interact with people. We want to try to get into this high positive performance quadrant. The low positive is also very good, but it also can be dangerous, I find, is uh, it's contentment, it's relaxation, safety, it's love, and positive expectation. All of that is good, but sometimes if you're too content, uh, it kind of can affect your actions 
and you get too comfortable um, and it affects your business, right? So uh, we don't want to, it's okay to hang out there, but we don't want to find ourselves there all the time. So it's really important that we create a ritual um, to get us into that performance quadrant. We want to find ourselves in the high positive performance quadrant as much as possible. So uh, they talk about creating a pregame ritual. And um, they talk about listening to music is a great way uh, to get a pregame ritual going to put yourself in that performance quadrant. That makes me think back when I was um, a band guy and I was traveling the country and performing. Um, on the way to the show, I would listen to Lose Yourself by Eminem, you know, and it's a great song that kind of pumped me up and got my energy going and my flow going um, to get ready for the performance. So what kind of music pumps you up and gets you going? Visualization or affirmation is also another great thing. Sometimes I think about the car that I want to drive someday. So the house that I want to have someday, the uh, vacation uh, property that I want to have someday. Um, and those are things that get me excited and get me motivated to uh, create that ritual to get me into that performance quadrant. Another great one is quiet meditation or breathing. Um, just the other day, I was a little stressed. I had a headache and my wife helped me out by um, just saying, hey, go outside and do a little bit of breathing. And before I knew it, it's just stepping outside, taking a moment, taking some really good deep inhales and exhales. Uh, all of a sudden, my headache just kind of went away without like popping pills and, and doing medication. Uh, so that definitely helps. Um, and focus on your client's needs. Uh, thinking about what you need to do for the day um, can get you excited. Uh, some affirmations that uh, my coach tells me is people want to hear from you. People actually like you. Um, and sometimes we need a reminder of that. Uh, we just think, oh, you know, nobody wants to hear from me. But like every single time I talk to somebody on the phone, they're excited to hear from me. Um, they are positive and it's a great feeling. Um, so it, remind yourself that uh, before you get into that performance quadrant and to get yourself there. Some things to counteract the dark side, right? We want to stay out of the negative, but it's totally natural for us to fall into that negative quadrants, whether it be the, um, uh, the well, I'm totally losing track of it. It's the uh, low negative and the high negative, right? So when we find ourselves in that negative, how do we counteract that? Um, one way is to uh, do gratitude, right? Give thanks. And we all have something to be thankful for. You know, whether it's just, hey, I get another day on this earth, right? And I get another opportunity. Um, I just recently heard this on a TikTok and I really liked it. But we need to change our mindset from, oh, I have to do this to I get to do this. It shouldn't be I have to go to work. I have to do this. I have to pick up the kids. It's I get to pick up the kids. I get to have more interaction with them. I get to talk to people and interact and have a great conversation with them. Um, so just give gratitude and feel positive about those things that we do have. Another great thing is to exercise. Uh, exercise, obviously, there's a lot of physical benefits, but there's also a lot of great mental benefits. It's uh, improved my way of life in this past year when I've really committed to exercising pretty much every day. Um, I would say that since January, I've been exercising at least 90% of the days that um, I've that we've 
been living so far. Um, so I've noticed a huge difference in myself. And when I commit to exercising on a daily basis, it really impacts my mood. Um, so it's, that's something you definitely want to consider uh, to get you out of the dark side. Uh, music is a great way. You know, what, what is some music that you love to listen to that puts you in a good mood? Uh, music definitely has a lot of feelings, um, good and bad. Uh, but find something that you like to listen to that gets you pumped up and ready to go. Another great one is uh, nature, right? Sometimes just going for a walk on a beautiful day. Um, just taking a walk around the neighborhood, taking a walk in the park, whatever it is. Uh, so, Or taking a drive. Uh, sometimes I like to just drive, um, get on the highway and go. I don't really have any destination. It's just taking it all in. Another great way is to learn or read. Um, reading makes a huge impact or listening to podcasts like this one or others um, and just taking some time to digest something um, that's going to be positive and uh, feed you. Escaping, giving yourself a break, that's pretty important too. Uh, so, you know, sometimes I like to just veg out on playing video games, um, taking a little break, come back, get a little bit of a breather to where I'm not really thinking about anything and I can kind of clear my mind. Sometimes I like to play golf, whatever it is, but uh, that can definitely help uh, give you some energy back when you're feeling low. I remember my uh, trumpet teacher used to tell me that it's like when you're feeling low or, you know, you're upset about something, do all the things that you like to do, right? What do you like to eat? What do you like to do for fun? Um, so escaping and giving yourself that opportunity. Also, um, surround yourself with the positive people. You know, when I just had breakfast last week with my coach Shane, it had been probably a couple of weeks since we had gone together, but I left that breakfast just feeling energized and feeling good about the interaction, um, the thoughts that we had and discussed. So surround yourself with those people um, and rely on those people. Same thing with mentors and coaches. Uh, ask for help. It's totally okay and say, hey, man, I need a little pick-me-up. I need, I need this. Or how would you handle this situation that I'm dealing with? Definitely lean on those people and they can help you get out of that dark side. Another important thing is just developing a morning routine. We've talked about this a little bit. Again, um, gratitude is super important. Positive reading, we just discussed that. Affirmations and visualizations. Another thing that Ninja Selling talks about is writing two personal notes, excuse me, every single day. Uh, focusing on others. So a great way to do that is a birthday campaign. Um, so as I have birthdays coming up, um, happy birthday, Aunt Lily, that's today. Um, tomorrow is my cousin, Matt. And so as that comes up, I'll write a little personal note to them um, and just throw like a $5 gift card and or whatever, send it off in the mail. Um, and just doing a good deed for others. You know, doing a good deed makes you feel better um, and puts you in a very positive mindset. We've talked about um, the Miracle Morning and uh, the Lifesavers before, but again, Savers stands for silence, um, affirmations, visualizations, uh, exercise, reading, and scribing. And I know that uh, I don't do all of these things, so it sounds like a lot as I'm listing all these. Just do a few of them. Uh, I know some people are really into the gratitude thing, um, and it works really well for them. Um, I'm really into, I consistently work out in the morning. I really like to read. 
Um, I do some visualization. I do some quiet time and praying. Those are the things, like a few of things that really put me in a great mindset to start my day. I like this quote here. What you do every day is more important than what you do once in a while because routines have a compounding effect over time. So that's something to think about um, as you develop your routine. uh, Pick something that you can do every single day, not just randomly. And I'll tell you what, when you start this routine, you're not always going to feel like doing it. There's plenty of times that I still wake up early in the morning. I'm like, uh, really uh, tired. I want to stay in. Just do it anyways, because that's part of your routine. Um, You'll get used to it and you'll get the benefits from doing it. um, And that's what's really going to drive you forward. Something else they talk about in the book is the power of ROS. ROS stands for Reticular Activating System, or kind of um, what I like to group this into is a law of attraction. Right. Have you ever noticed that when a new car comes out, you see it and you go, oh, man, I really want that car. Um, And it's so new that you don't see many on the road. But like within the next week, you see that same car everywhere. All right. It's because what we focus on expands. And I'm sure you've heard that before, Um, but it's so true. But it also works in both ways. And we need to be really, really careful with that. You've probably heard this um, this phrase when it rains, it pours. Right. So when we're focusing on all the negative stuff, um, it typically attracts negative things in your life or your business. And when we focus on positive things and helping and giving, it usually affects us in a very positive way. Uh, I know for a fact that I've been helping uh, do this productive agent stuff and working with agents in my area. Sometimes my business will take a backseat but my business is rewarded because of the what I'm giving. So the more you give, the more you get. Um, I'm a big believer in that um, and definitely talks a lot about that. Another thing that we need to get away from is the doom and gloom of social media and the news. All right. So when we're when we're taking that in, it's all the negative, 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 you know, that tends to attract negative thoughts and negative feelings and not take action because we're just feeling down about everything, all right? Um, I really like to remind myself of Ricky Kruth's um, quote, and he always talks about it. There's thousands of closings every day, no matter the market conditions, all right? And when we focus on a mindset of abundance, you know, that's when things kind of fall in our lap as long as we're taking the correct action to do so. Um, But when we focus on, oh, nobody wants to buy right now because of the interest rate. Oh, nobody wants to sell you know, because the interest rate and things are sitting and and lower prices. Well, if that's your mindset, then that's what you're going to get. You need to switch that and be like, what can I do to provide some type of service to my people? Um, And then all of a sudden your business will start taking off. Things to, speaking of things to control is we have to understand what is controllable and what is not controllable. There's really only three things that we can control. Number one is our thoughts. All right, we can control what are what we're thinking at all times. Number two is our beliefs. We have learned those beliefs, whether it's when we were young and we were taught those beliefs, or our experiences have taught us those are the beliefs, and we can control those things. The third thing that we can control is our actions. All right, what we do or what we don't do, um, how we act, etc. So thoughts, beliefs, and actions are really the only things that we can control, all right? 
Uh, you can take responsibility for those three things. Now, the things that you can't control, you just got to leave them up for what may, may or may not happen. But we can control how we respond to them. All right. So really making sure that we understand that we take responsibility with can responding to what happens to us. So it's not what happens to you or what happens in the deal that goes south or whatever. It's how you respond to the, what happens to you that defines you. Um, so I think that's super important in controlling the mind and controlling your thoughts, beliefs, and actions and how you respond to things that you cannot control. Five things that will shape your future. Um, according to the book, uh, this is something great to think about. Number one is the people you meet. You know, and I, when I start stop and think about it, all the people that I've met from my whole lifetime, um, the teachers that taught me, uh, the students that I met that I taught, um, you know, the, my pastor that I met probably three years ago or so, um, all of the people surrounding us uh, have some kind of impact on you and the people that you are yet to meet will have some kind of impact on you, which is really, really cool. But you also have to remember that you are the sum of the five closest people. So who are you spending the most time around? Are you spending time around Debbie Downers and all shucks and Eeyores? Or are you spending time on like, hey, I can't wait to conquer the world and we're going to crush it this year and we're going to take this to new heights? You know, make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the correct uh, people because remember that people will either give you energy or they take energy. They're doing one or the other. All right. And sometimes they give and take, but uh, you have to balance that out and make sure that you are surrounding yourself with the right type of people. Number two, uh, that will shape your future is the places you go. Um, creates some gratefulness of what you do have. Um, I've been fortunate enough to travel the country uh, when I was a performer. I've visited Mexico um, pretty recently, really for the first time, Mexico City amazing city. I loved it. Um, but just exposing yourself to what else is out there uh, really puts things into perspective. And I can't wait to go back and visit other places uh, that I haven't been yet. Uh, number three is the books you read. Um, I was not a big uh, reader of books. In fact, the first book I read was in college. It was The Da Vinci Code because the movie was coming out. Um, and I read a little bit here and there for fun. But then when I met my coach, uh, he got me into reading books consistently, and it's made a huge impact on my mindset. Highly encourage if you are not a reader of books that you start to read. Um, and I want you to think about this. High-level CEOs um, read and learn and educate themselves. So if you want to be the CEO of your business, you should probably be doing the same thing. Uh, your habits is the fourth one, all right? Uh, people do not decide their futures. They decide their habits, and their habits decide their futures, all right? Uh, that's a F.M. Alexander quote, um, but you need to make sure that what kind of habits are you taking in? Are you eating junk food and, you know, staying up late and waking up late, um, which affects your entire life, or are you eating healthy are you getting the right amount of sleep? 
um, all those things have a major impact. So what are your habits and how can you improve your habits for a better life? Uh, number five is your thoughts, right? We talked about this before, but they control your programming, your behavior, and your results. So whatever you're thinking, it's affecting everything. So make sure that you are thinking great things. The last thing I want to talk about um, in this uh, part one uh, is the power of focus. Um, and I want you to think of this as a real simple math equation. It's focused time over distractions equals production, right? And, and the example that they give us here, several examples, is if you take your time and 60% of your time is focused and doing the work that you need to be doing, but 40% of the time is distraction, right? Then you are going to produce on a 1.5 uh, times, all right? You're going to still produce. You're doing more focus time than distractions, so you're still going to do pretty well. But if we bump it to an 80-20, all right, if we bump it, if we cut down the distractions to 20% of the time and we bump up that 20% of time and the focus time to 80-20, now you're going to be doing four times the uh, production, right? So think about how much more productive you can be by just getting rid of a little bit of your distractions. So putting in the same amount of time, but here's the balance, 60-40. Now, all of a sudden, we go 80-20, and we're be being way more productive. If you're able to get that far, what happens if you cut down the distractions to only 10%? So 90% of your time is focused energy into your work. Now you're nine times productive, all right? So uh, I want you to think about what is your ratio of focus time to distractions, even preparing for this, I, I was distracted. I knew I needed to sit down and work this out and write everything up for this podcast. But I was still, my phone was going off, text messages, doing some work. Then I found myself scrolling a little bit. So I definitely have that distraction uh, that I need to kind of work on getting rid of. And when I'm able to remove that distraction, it really helps uh, get me even more productive. And it kind of blows me away at how much I'm able to get done. So guys, that's it. Uh, uh, that's uh, part one of this three-part series. I really hope you enjoyed the content. I hope you feel like you got something out of it. Um, if you like the show, um, please leave us a review and give us a rating. That really helps us grow the show. Um, I love when uh, people join our Facebook group. You can find us at The Productive Agent on Facebook, and it's a private group uh, where we discuss things like this. Uh, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, uh, please share it with a friend. Uh, that really helps us grow. And I thank you for joining us today. Now let's get out there and go produce. Go produce.